Greetings, adventures, and welcome to GNGG Cast. Welcome, everyone, to Good Night and Good Game, your geek news roundup for the week that was. I'm your host, James, and with me this week is our producer, Tony. Hello. And our co-host, Hector. Hello. And this week, we're just covering the week in geek news. Uh, long story short, I threw out my back this last week, and while I am mostly recovered, uh, sitting in an office chair for an extended period of time is super not my jam. Uh, but we do have some great news to cover, and we did want to bring a show to you this week. Before we start, don't forget that you can head over to goodnight.gg, where as a patron of our show, you can suggest topics for us to talk about. Uh, I'm currently working on a script for PT and all the conspiracies around PT um, that are still ever ongoing as of the recording of this episode. So it's hard to keep up because there's just news that keeps coming out. So with all that out of the way, it is time for the prelude. Prelude. All right, this is the prelude. This is what we've been doing with ourselves this week, what we've been playing, what we've been watching, what's been occupying our free time. Uh, Hector, why don't we start with you? Sure. I only really have one thing. Um, so for uh, a long, long time now, I've been watching, uh, since, since I was a child, since I was a wee boy um, in high school. I, uh, a been, wee boy? A, a wee boy, exactly. <laughs> I've been watching a Neon Genesis Evangelion. Mm -hmm. Watched the original anime on VHS tapes that some guy dubbed in his house who he knew how to dub VH onto the VHS tapes. Um, all kinds of crazy shit. You know, there were movies, there were remasters of the original show mm. that had a little bit of extra material. I have probably purchased Evangelion more than most things in mm -hmm. my life. <laughs> there were there was all kinds of stuff going on. Well, the original creator finally decided, you know what? I'm going to take entire plot lines of my show and turn them into movies that are around two hours each. Mm. So we started doing that about 16 years ago. Mm. And he made the first one, which was mostly... Mostly adhering to the original, say, like half of the first season mm -hmm. and then kind of goes off the rails at the end. And it's like, this isn't this isn't the same. Then the second movie came out and it wasn't the same at fucking all. Mm -hmm. it, it was vastly, vastly different. The third one turns the show into goddamn Sky Captain in the world of tomorrow, but <laughs> Evangelion. And it's still very cool. And I still loved it. very. What are the much. names of these movies? Cause I'm confused because I want to watch Evangelion okay, and I've been so waiting just for watch these movies. Yeah. So one. Uh, so they're one, one, all one. Neon Genesis Evangelion. There's 1.11, mm -hmm. and they all come with a you cannot, but I don't remember them all off the top of my head. I don't head care right about now. it. It's the numbers There's I get. 2.22 and 3.33. This, the final one, that there has been a gap between three and this one, the fourth one, which is actually called 3.0 plus 1.0. Yeah. Um, there has been a 12 year gap between three and four. That has been, it, it's been so long, I forgot to forget about it. It's been so long that I was so sure maybe six years ago that this wasn't getting made that it just fell out of my brain. It wasn't like, I wonder what happened to that. Let me look it up. It's like, it's been so long. I just, it, it's gone. But it came out like last week. Mm -hmm. So knowing what I had to do, I went ahead and just lined all four up and watched um, eight and a half hours of Neon Genesis. You should Gellin. never do that. Why, why and, didn't um, you call me? Because I wanted to do that. It was like really, two nights really of just yeah. a lot I always, of insanity. That's all I would have done is just sit I on a couch and watch Evangelion. that want to watch Evangelion. And I've been doing this since I've been getting Ava on VHS. Mm -hmm. I said Evangelion's a great anime. It's If you love giant robots and some things that'll kind of fuck with your head, it's great. But never watch Evangelion in one sitting. You oh. just, you don't do it. Well, the 24 episode season, absolutely agree with you. When it comes to these movies, there's enough of a break and the pacing is actually good. 
rather than the anime. So like you can have like it's um it's a little bit like binge watching Marvel movies. After a while, you start to see where the where the themes are, mm-hmm. um, even though they're all about very different things. And this one was no different. Uh, what can I say w- of, about the fourth one without any spoilers? It's um really really self-indulgent and mm-hmm. i mean of course it is it's the creator just making his magnum opus even opusier mm-hmm. um so it, it can be very self-indulgent it can also be very compromising to things that we know the fans wanted to see and wanted to explore rather than the creator just deep diving into his own problems with women um it it, it became very it was very good and I'd say as a fan of the show, if you're also a fan of Neon Genesis Evangelion, definitely watch this. They are all available on Amazon Prime. So if you have pledged your fealty to Lord Bezos, you can watch these for free on pretty much any device that has a screen. Yeah, that was actually my question. Was, have, where are where yeah. is one one one? Because they are I'm, all ready and available for you to binge on Amazon Prime. And one of my well, longest one of my longest internet friends, I just found out this last week, she was one of the voices in it, and I was like, oh my god, that's yeah. like crazy. Another thing that I had to do was I like and it and it um it took me a minute to be okay with it, but I turned on the dub because mm-hmm. uh, I was you know it just wasn't in a subtitling mood, and honestly. The 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 dial the what are, the the vocabulary can be very challenging mm-hmm. to read while stuff is going on because it's a lot of made up words. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of made up words. Yeah. So the science fiction is, by the way, very fucking cyberpunk. Something that I didn't realize until my most recent watch through. Mm-hmm. It's a very cyberpunk world that Le- Evangelion yeah. occupies. Uh, Tony, what did you do this week? Uh, let's see here. Um, I have a little list I pulled up. Uh, we all watch brand new cherry flavor. We did. Um, I actually finished it because oh, nice. um, it was really interesting. It's yeah. a story about witches, kind of, um, in New York. Or, sorry, a director. L.A. L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, director, short film, gets involved somehow into witchcraft. It's fun. It's on Netflix. Yeah. We'll probably talk about more about it. Um, Lower Decks is back with its season two. Nice. It's If you like Star Trek Lower Decks, it's more of it, and it's awesome. Yeah. In fact, it gets... Oh my god, I need to actually go through the wiki and find all of the different alien reference all the different it references to all the other shows and movies within the Star Trek universe that it oh. is cuz I'm just like watching this like I know I know so much of this, but it hurts my head. And I it's can't like watching it. Castlevania when you yeah. see like the thousands of Easter eggs scroll across the screen in two seconds, and you're like, ah, 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 ah. yeah, oh. and that's why that that's was one of the reasons why Thank I love you. Lower Decks. <laughs> it has that Star Trek fun, but it's this season feels a little bit more like it actually is meant for a little bit younger audience, mm. but maybe that's just maybe these first two episodes. Um, Reservation Dogs is on Hulu. It's oh, got so three episodes. Watch them. So They're very good. TD produced uh, it? Yes. Um, I don't have the rest of the information. I want you all to watch that. Like That's your homework yeah, this week. Sure. Um, and then we can talk about What's it next. On? It's on Hulu. Cool. Three episodes are out right now. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers is on Hulu as well. That is a drama. There's three episodes. Yeah, I think three episodes of that out. Um, it's They're won awards with this. Look at this fucking cast list. All right, so Nicole Kidman, Samantha Weaving, Melissa McCarthy, Grace Van Patten, Luke Evans, Asher Keaty, Manny Jacinto. That's where I stopped scrolling. Yeah, no, it's good. Like, that's, a, that's a hell of a cast. Yeah, it's the story of Nine Perfect Strangers are rich people from the city trying to go to a relaxation place that is helmed by Nicole Kidman 
And it's very weird, and I'm pretty sure she gives them drugs. Nice. Okay. I'm into it. I wish you'd give me drugs. I, right. I, I mean, if Nicole Kidman, if I could spend 10 days with Nicole Kidman while tripping my balls off, I would love that. That's a, that's a vacation. That's, yeah. That is a vacation. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What did I, what did I do this week? Uh, I, like I said, I was laid up because mm-hmm. of my, my back being hurt. Uh, so I watched a lot of Shudder. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the great things on Shudder is their documentaries. Uh, I watched one called Horror Noir. We talked about it previously on the show. Um, yeah, it is stuff. just about, you know, black writers and directors and actors uh, in horror. Um, like we've talked about previously, they are going to be taking this and turning it into a series. Um, they're just getting all these great writers and directors and they're like, hey, come do an anthology series and we're going to call it Horror Noir. Um, so, yeah, another reason to get a Shutter account. Absolutely fantastic. Um, because I was laid up, I played a lot of Darkest Dungeon. Um, it's a great uh, Lovecraft inspired uh, turn based RPG that is brutally difficult. <laughs> um, it is a lot of fun. Um, if you like games that like XCOM level of difficult, that's that's your kind of thing. Um, I also played a lot of Guilty Gear. Um, I finally picked up Guilty Gear Strive, and I've been playing uh, through that. I've been playing with Brooklyn Online just before the show, actually. Um, it's great. I mean, everything is... In, it's everything I loved about Guilty Gear, but it feels cleaner. It just feels... Yeah, I don't know. I, I felt like it had a greater... Um, how do I put this? Less uh, strict barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. For, for a new player, right? Like, yeah. I haven't played Guilty Gear in years. And I got into it, and I felt like I just picked up where I left off. I felt like, you know, I jumped into story mode. My combos were flowing seamlessly. Uh, I'm primarily playing with Soul, the main uh, the title character, which I mm-hmm. never play as title characters right. in games. I just, I don't, like, when I play Street Fighter, I'm like, I'm playing Cammy or somebody yeah. else. You know, like, I stay away from, like, Ryu, Ken, and all that stuff. But, yeah, I picked up Soul, and it just felt so good to get in there. The combos felt natural. Um, there's a great weight to the characters, which is interesting to say. Like when I'm playing a soul and I land a hit, it feels like the impact of that hit Ooh, is okay. like like it just visually like it stimulates the brain. Yeah. And it makes me in my mind chain combos um get those combo chains a little bit better because everything does flow so well that I can tell when I messed up. Oh, like, yeah. like I can, like I was able to go online and I have about a 50% win rate online right now and I can tell where I have made mistakes and it's not always easy to tell that because, you know, sometimes it's bad net code or, or just, yeah, just poor you, feedback you, or something. Yeah, poor feedback. So you go back and you're just like, God, where do you know, why did I lose? But I've walked out of every match of Guilty Gear knowing what I did right, what I did wrong, what I can correct. And that's just with the information the game provides me in, in on screen. And I know that we've said this before, but holy shit, the netcode in Guilty Gear. Yeah. It, it is like you are playing with somebody sitting right there. It's wonderful. I absolutely love it. All right. That is everything that we've been doing no, with we ourselves. Did, we did one more thing. Oh, we did do one more thing. We did do one more thing. We watched What If. We did watch What If. First episode. First Pe- episode. Peggy Carter. Captain Captain Carter. Carter. Yes. Absolutely fantastic. Um, She, she big. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking death by snoo snoo, man. Like, yes. Giant Captain Carter, please fucking step on me. Like, um, if you're unfamiliar with it, uh, What If is the multiverse Marvel animated show. Um, first episode came out last week. Um, 
they just aired a new one, which is going to be the final work of Chadwick Boseman, I believe, mm -hmm. um, aired yesterday. We're going to be watching that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it is exactly what it says in the title, What If? And so it was What If uh, Peggy Carter got the Super Soldier Serum. And it was a fantastic ride. It hit a lot of, it hit a lot of the same beats as the Captain America movie, mm -hmm. but I think that was intentional. Right. Oh, yeah, no, there, it was the what would happen. It's obviously it's the slight deviation in mm -hmm. the timeline yeah. Yeah. allows this uh, alternate branch to exist. And it, it lets yeah. us do that without having to reestablish any rules. Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. it gives you a, you already, it's going, when you go into it, it's expecting you to have that knowledge of mm -hmm. pre-existing mm -hmm. Steve Rogers story. And yes, if you had, if I had a seven foot tall Haley Atwell, I would. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my God! I already you, love Haley Atwell, die. and yeah. yeah, I'm just <laughs> that is how I want to die. So, so my favorite thing about so so they gave her like the fucking Union Jack and on the mm. shield and on the and then the armor, very cool armor by the way, mm. very female but still not insulting. Good, right, good armor. Right. Um, but at one point, very 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 slight spoiler, she gets a sword, and it's so much more British for her to have a sword and shield and mm. fight. And they're never gonna give Captain America a sword. That's not a thing. They gave him Thor's hammer before they gave him. a sword mm. but that was like just chef's kiss like that was mm. wonderful uh yeah. yeah great definitely watch it if you have disney plus and you haven't seen this yet what's wrong with you <laughs> right i wish that the what ifs were culminating in a crazy weird what if events but that's because mm. i really just want to see what would happen you know if elder god showed up and there was captain carter and mm. all of the ridiculousness <laughs> combined at the end but for the first episode starting off, you know, with the modification of the Steve Rogers story that we, we've mm -hmm. known for so long. Mm -hmm. I loved it. It was so fun. And they've only given us a brief glimpses of what the next episodes are because I don't watch any of the mm -hmm. trailers or anything. Mm -hmm. So getting those little hints, you're like, what the fuck is that one going to be about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm looking so forward to these what if episodes in the movies have gotten kind of stale. To me, honestly, I guess because I've watched them so many times and now I can see the pattern. I know they're going to have a badly done CGI fucking group battle at the end and then everybody goes back to normal. But this doesn't have that. It yeah. gets to be its own separate thing because it's not burdened by the... Yeah, it's trying to alleviate some of the, 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 the formula, which is nice. It has been very nice and I can't wait for the next one as well. All right, that is everything that we've been doing this week. We're going to take a small break. When we come back, we'll be going into our new segment in the Weekly Raid. Weekly Raid. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is the Weekly Raid, our news roundup for the week. And kicking things off, over in the world of Marvel Comics, Kate Bishop, also known as Hawkeye, is going to be getting a new miniseries that will tie into the upcoming Disney Plus show. Uh, not a whole lot's known about it right now, but we have seen some of the key concept art, and it looks like everybody's favorite character, Pizza Dog, will be making a return. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, like, you can't not have Pizza Dog. Uh, if you've never read Matt Fraction's run of Hawkeye, it is one of the best comics out there. It's very super meta. Um, it knows what it is. It's a lot of making fun of Hawkeye because he's just like the Avenger that shoots arrows. But at the same time, it's just like him living his daily life and all the BS he has to put up with because he's technically an Avenger. He's got like 20 shots and then like he's literally useless. Yeah, and that. they make fun of him all the time for it. And like what, the entire what you stand there, Fraction. shoot 20 things and then... Yeah. Fuck off for the if rest you, of this. So it, it, if you are looking forward to the upcoming Disney Plus show, I would highly recommend hit up your local comic book shop and um, ask for Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. It is it is worth your time. They'll right? have the trade. Yeah. It's like 15 bucks. You'll have yeah. a great time. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Support your local comic book stores. 
On November 30th, DC Comics is going to be releasing a book called Gotham City Villains Anniversary Giant Number One. That is a heck of a title. Um, It is going to be a 96-page anthology book about Batman's rogues gallery. Jeez, that is a long one. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And one of the stories will be about the Penguin, and it's being written by none other than Danny DeVito. Hmm. I... Because he played Penguin he, in the movie. And also, he's an yeah. amazing writer and creative person. Like, holy shit, his I wonder creative how long careers. he's had this shit I have written no down. Yeah. Like, he probably I'm, just had, like, an absolutely coke-fueled conversation with Tim Burton 25, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he, would, and he like, pulled it out one day, and he's like, I can write a comic? Fucking, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Can I interest you in an egg at Marvel Comics? <laughs> I, I love his, DC Comics. his the work that he's done in his weird indie space with this films because he's allowed to show this this acting ability and creativity in ways that wouldn't be presentable. Like his choice to make the movie Matilda mm-hmm. because he like really liked the story and the character, and he's like, "Fuck it, we're no, we're doing it," and like yeah. forced that movie into creation. I is just amazing. I have a so love him having this Batman story. I was like, "Yes, yes, Penguin, Penguin." I, I have what such the fuck a did he come up with for actors that have like made enough money that they can like live comfortably, and then they're just like, "I'm going to do some weird shit now." Yeah, like Elijah Wood. He's just like, "Yeah, I made all the money off Lord of the Rings. I'm going to do some weird shit now. Yep. I'm just going <laughs> to make any movies that make me fee-fees. Yeah, like, he's inside. about to. He's, like, that's he's, all I care about. Yeah, he just wrapped the remake of Toxic Avenger. Yeah, yep. Like that's ridiculous. Like who would want to remake that? He does. He yep. absolutely wanted to. It's like a passion project for him. It's actually even in uh, the Suicide Squad. It's actually the original movies playing in the prison. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the movie. It's on the background, and Lloyd Kaufman is in the bar it, later. Hmm. Fun facts about Suicide nice. Squad. I need to go back and rewatch it. Oh yeah, it's very easy to. I did it like the same weekend. Yeah, that's. I needed more, and then I, I, I we talked about it last week. I fucking so fell in love with that movie. I. I can't be critical of it yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know that we were well, talking earlier about the documentaries on Shudder. Uh, they actually announced a new one this week. It's going to be a docu-series, and it's called Behind the Monsters. Uh, each of the first six episodes will be based around a particular movie monster and the writers, actors, directors that help bring them to life. The lineup for the very first season will be Candyman, Chucky, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Pinhead. So this is so that first season is like the best of the best of the best, right? There. So is this a, like a like a movies that made us sort of thing? Like what, what are we yeah, talking about? So what it is is we're gonna each episode says all right, we take this this monster mm-hmm. and we're gonna get everybody involved with it. Right, that we is still alive. Mm-hmm. Like we get the actors, we get the directors, the writers, and we sit down and say like, what made this monster great? Why was it so popular? Mm-hmm. Why is it still after all these years like a legacy? Why is Freddy Krueger so like an institution of horror? What made that thing? Um, I know that Doug Bradley will be in the episode. Yeah, Doug for Bradley's ben. Pinhead, his performance mm-hmm. was just so gu- well done with the sil- a beautiful silhouette that was mm-hmm. created with the pr- prosthetics and the costuming mm-hmm. to make an iconic character out of a character that didn't exist. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just going to be a deep dive into each of these monsters uh, one by one, and, and it will be airing on October 26th. The first episode will be mm-hmm. so just in time for Halloween. We're getting Candyman for the first episode. Sweet. Also, Candyman's about to come out, and Candyman is about to come out. Yeah, I I don't know want another trailer of that <laughs> I, the one was too much in my opinion I just want Candyman now because yeah, holy shit that trailer looked good mm-hmm, absolutely also in horror documentary news this September the legendary Boris Karloff will have his very own documentary called Boris Karloff the man behind the monster 
Uh, it will include interviews from a wide range of people, including Guillermo del Toro, John Landis, Joe Dante. Um, it'll have a very limited theatrical run of September 17th, I believe, and it'll come to streaming platforms after. Okay. So I'm assuming maybe that's just an awards thing. Maybe that's why they're doing like a limited theatrical run because, I mean, this is about Boris Karloff's life. If you're unfamiliar with him by name, you've definitely seen him in the movies. He was the original Frankenstein. He's done so many movie monsters, um, and there just hasn't been a whole lot of work in the documentary space around uh-huh. all the things that he did because he was the face of movie monsters for you know, the better part of like 30 years. Yeah. Most documentaries just don't go back that far unless like it's from somebody who grew up watching them. And mm-hmm. still most of the people who made them just aren't around anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, we only our, our footage that we have of them. We already have to go to the documentaries and mm-hmm. interviews that they had while they were alive to try and gain aspect of who like Boris Karloff and uh, who are these, these great actors were in the 1940s and twenties. And yeah. uh, they not alive. Yeah. Most of them are very yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that the, he's, he's got some surviving family members that were going to be interviewed as well for it. Very cool. So yeah, it's going to be a very detailed thing. It's a very niche thing, but I, I'm like, I want to see this day one. Like I mm-hmm. really yes. just am super excited about this. I guess right before Halloween. I'm mm-hmm. still, I'm always going to look for documentaries on horror movies and actors and stuff. But like, that's like a great, release i know we are like uh, right around the corner from october yeah. and i'm just super excited yeah, the, the summer has been like a bit of a lull content wise and now we're really like kicking it up yeah uh this september sam raimi and david uh, yaroeski who is the director of brightburn uh, will be releasing a kid-friendly horror movie called night books on netflix Cool. Uh, the story is about a writer who's kidnapped by a witch who's going to be played by Kristen Ritter and Ooh. is forced and the writer is forced to tell her a new scary story every day or he will die. I don't get enough. Christian I don't care Ritter, if this is for so. children or not. I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we always <laughs> I know exactly we say this all the time on the show <laughs> is we need more children's horror. Yes, always. And always if, I think that if anybody horror. could actually grasp what would be good children's horror, I feel like Sam Raimi does. Yeah. I mean, like, he knows what the, the appropriate level of camp that it that is good horror for a child. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, I'm I feel like there's like a discussion we should have on the, what is, what types of horror should we be telling a story uh, children? Because historically we have to look at what fairy tales are. And those are horror stories for children. Yep. And this is not for this. This is like an idea for like an epilogue or something. <laughs> um, what do y'all think about that? Maybe yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Seems like a good idea. Like talk yeah. about what is the cultural impact of, what stories do we want our kids now to know that are horror stories to prepare them for life? Because that's what those stories yeah. were supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so, parasite. Well, there you go. Yeah, Parasite <laughs> Not exactly it. for children, but... <laughs> if we're trying to prepare our kids for the future, they need to see one movie. <laughs> Just Parasite. Uh, if horror isn't your jam, maybe you'd like some murder mystery in your life. The crew behind the OA is working on a new project for FX called Retreat. The premise is, quote, uh, Darby and 11 other guests are invited uh, by a reclusive billionaire to participate in a retreat at a remote and dazzling location. When one of the guests is found dead, Darby must uh, fight to prove that it was murder against a tide of competing interests before the killer takes another life. Murder mystery from the creators of the OA. Yep. Cool, as long Sweet. as they don't compl- like convolute the ending and make it this dumb <laughs> re- pseudo-religious experience, because the was sorry for... O- that. Yeah, it, the OA was always that. Yeah. From, from from minute one. I was hoping they were going to be maybe it's more like intelligent with It's like going into the leftovers and being like, like, is this about religion, though? Right? The, the like, team's, yeah, she's the original angel. That's, that's the... <laughs> 
That, that's, that's what the my sister is actually yeah. she messaged me this week she's yeah. like yeah have you seen the show on netflix like i just started it she doesn't watch a lot of shows oh. or whatever and oh. I was like, i'm not i was like have fun i'm not gonna spoil it for you also please don't watch that it's it's fucking mm-hmm. awful. It, it, look, it, it, I was super on board when Interpretive Dan saved the world. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I'm just was, always down. I, have, you fought, have you watched the second part? No, God, no. Exactly. I'm never going to. I didn't to. watch I'm, anything over COVID. Yeah, I was like, I'm never going YouTube. to watch the second part of OA because the first part just turned into Interpretive Dance Save the World. Well, I'm and excited we for them care. to do a murder mystery. Oh, very much so. They make great ob- shit. Obviously, like, we haven't had anything great clue-esque since Knives Out. Yeah. And I know that we want more Knives Out in our lives and we are eventually going We're to get more, knives, more out. knives Out. But there's a, it's, a, it's a very niche genre and we just don't get a whole lot of them. So I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, let's so do, like, let's another... just go back and like, I'm for me, it's the Murder, She Wrote and uh, we need to bring back some Murder, She Wrote. That <laughs> shit was fucking great murder mysteries every week. And then you had Columbo. Like, bolt, brain... Do not recreate them. Just put the shows back on air. It's all I'm saying is I just those are the shows you should be watching you, you if you know, like those. You, you can watch those shows I, anytime you. Yeah, want. you can. Yeah. That is a thing. Yeah, just, just I'm just do throwing that. out there for people who like the like if they like those genres. Mm. There's this wonderful base that maybe they're missing out on. Could be that existed prior to a lot of these people's lives. Like I only watch these things in reruns as a child. Right. Mm. Most people probably haven't watched a lot of Murder She Wrote or Columbo. True. Mm. It is true. <laughs> So QuakeCon is going on as we speak. And in the year of our Lord 2021, against all odds, Bethesda is re-releasing Skyrim this year, celebrating its 10th anniversary in November. It's only 10? The anniversary edition of Skyrim will be coming to all platforms and will include something not available in the original game, a fishing minigame. Bethesda says there are other features that are going into the redone version but didn't really comment on them at this time. They were just like, look at this cool fishing mini game we put in Skyrim. Please buy Skyrim. New, Doesn't everybody own Skyrim? New new Skyrim patch, guys. Get hype. There's fishing I, now. I really right? hope that this <laughs> is what... <laughs> Ten they, years. Like, they took Todd. Like okay. Microsoft took Todd and said, no, you only get to do with Skyrim. Make whatever the fuck over here. And that's his brilliant idea. Okay, so Skyrim... <laughs> Microsoft's just going to make everything else Let me just tell better. you, for a 10-year mod, y'all absolutely fucked the pooch on this one. <laughs> you know what fishing should have been if you were going to add fishing? You know how you can be a warrior or like a goddamn... Uh, you dragon know, guy, a thief, or whatever. Or yeah. you're always a dragon guy. Everyone's a dragon guy. But you can, you know, dual wield swords and heavy armor, or you can just magic and robes it, or you can sneak around with knives and daggers. One of these guy. things, you're just a fisherman. You don't fight <laughs> giants. You don't insult the Jarl of the uh, of the freaking town. And like, then he puts you in jail. You go to town and be like, "Can I interest you in a fish?" And they're like, "Thank you. Here's money." And then you go and you build your house on the corner of the village, and that's where you play Skyrim. I would have played that. <laughs> you're just so fishing. Now you're just gonna, yeah, no, I, you just fish in a in your favorite village. But it's in more Skyrim. than fi- being a fishing simulator. That is being a fisherman simulator. That is a it is you a can, real life job. I was, I was watching the thing video of this. fantasy universe. <laughs> so, if you are so inclined, I was watching the video of this the live it. stream, and the dude behind it was so excited. Like I was almost excited for him, and I fucking hate Skyrim, and I was just like, 
But he's so happy talking about like the fact he finally got to put fishing in Skyrim. So now I really need to see like like a Skyrim montage where like you're fighting the dragon, like sword and shield, just like rar, and you know he's kicking your ass, and he flies over a village. You chase him into the village, and there's just a dude fishing. He's just fucking fishing there. Dragon flies over his head. He gives him the fusro da. Dragon just goes down. Boom! Hits the ground. Dude keeps fishing. Like 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 uh, you can't even catch your dragon, dude. How does not? I thought the entire world owned Skyrim at this point. They I actually, don't I don't. I do not own, I don't own a copy of Skyrim. Who hasn't like just been given Skyrim right. at some point in their lives? It's like you just like you I had no out, interest in playing. You it, walk outside so. of your house and people just hand you a copy of Skyrim. Yeah, this no. game came from a time when like Steam holiday sales were like, here's a bundle of fifteen games for three dollars. I dare you not to buy this. Skyrim has been in those. Everyone has a copy of Skyrim. It runs on people's toasters these days. Yo. Like that's how bad. The Skyrim fact is. you can actually play an audit an audio version of Skyrim on your Alexa. Yep. Right. Right now is a thing. Can I fish in the Alexa version? I don't think you can. You have to. You have right, to have the special I anniversary. I, I need. I need mods if they're gonna. <laughs> I need. I need Alexa mods for my story so I can do an audio only fisherman journey. So did they announce anything good at QuakeCon? Uh, well, there's, it's still going on as we speak. So okay, like, there's still okay. a, a lot going on. Um, actually, there was Quake news that was announced. Hey, this is actually pretty decent Quake news. Um, the original Quake actually got re-released this week. Um, it's cost ten bucks. And it's on most platforms. Uh-huh. But the big thing about it is, okay, so they have improved lighting in it. There's these like small graphical upgrades that they did to it. But um, they added a new expansion by the crew over at Machine Games. Ooh. So like, Machine Games just cranked out a Quake expansion and said, yep, put it in there. There you go. Dude. And We're talking Quake 1, right? Quake 1. Okay. Most importantly... Um, all the original music from Nine Inch Nails is finally back inside the game, which is a feature that has been absent from some of the copy of, uh, copies of Quake due yep. to copyright issues. Mm-hmm. So they came to it, they talked to Trent Reznor, got all the rights, and now we have the Nine Inch Nails music back in Quake. Amazing. Ten bucks. Like, like yeah. I think it's on like Switch, be a PlayStation, PC, all of it. Yeah. Shit, I kind of want... I'll, I'll shoot a nail gun. I've been playing a lot of boomer shooters lately, mostly 3D, 3D Realm mm-hmm. stuff. I, mm-hmm. I checked out the demo for Ultra Kill this week. It was amazing. And, and, and if anyone's interested in playing a, a, a Doom 1 or Quake 1-esque shooter, like, look at some 3D Realms games. But also maybe play Quake 1. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I kind of... Like, I haven't played Quake 1 in a long time, and I kind of want... A, like. I kind of want a forever copy of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I wish that was a thing where you're like, no, just here you go. Here's the deluxe fucking forever copy. It has the correct soundtrack and the modified soundtrack. So what the fuck ever? And you can log in and you never have to fucking deal with. Oh, sorry, I didn't put it in the news. Million versions of Skyrim. Yeah, I did. Like, I didn't put it into the news yeah. um, because I, I don't talk about limited run games very often. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're unfamiliar with them, they just make physical copies of games for games that may not otherwise have the physical runs are copies. Quite limited. Yeah, they are, they, are, the they, they actually are limited. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. Doing Doing a run of quick. Oh, um, interesting. So yeah. Oh, is it like on like on like on floppy disks? Uh, no, it's going to be. Uh, Demand this be on three point five. It depends on the system you get it for. I think they're going to have a Switch version, like a PS4 version. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, it's kind of cool. 
So I stack. I want to stack a fucking floppy disk. I think Quake One could have been like like two. It was or like three. two. I think it was like three floppy disks. I think no, 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 no. Uh, Doom Two, if I remember correctly, I had a copy of Doom Two, and I think that was four floppies. Mm. Yeah, Quake was. Oh, you're right. Quake, Quake, was Quake, Quake launched during CD-ROM. There may have been a disc version, but it would have been like a lot of discs. That was, was it already okay. CD-ROM? It was, uh, we got to Quake a, One. It was already CD-ROM. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was, that was a long time ago, folks. Yeah, that was Windows ninety five. We're also very old. We're discussing like using floppy disks to remember where yeah. files are. Yeah. yeah, it's not the save symbol isn't for that for a reason. <laughs> there are people listening. I'm people are like, what the fuck's a floppy disk? What the fuck are you old people talking Why about? Why is this disk so floppy? <laughs> what do you mean floppy? You should have a hard disk. <laughs> and even those are going away, which is great. Yeah. Okay, Hector, I needed your opinion for this next news topic. I'm ready. All right. Opinions loaded. Developer Remedy has stated that their sequel to the wildly popular game Control is in the early stages of development. But before we get Control 2, they are working on what they call a, quote, multiplayer spinoff to the franchise. So as someone who has played Control, mm. do you feel like it's a game that could have a multiplayer spinoff? Yes. So maybe describe Control a yes. little bit. So, then, so I can, con- uh, it's very easy to describe Control to you, the, 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 the game play. The game itself is almost beyond description. It, it is eldritch and an infinite mystery that I can't wait. That every time I talk about it, I can't wait to dive back into. Play this game, all right? I, I just described to you the, the the plot of the game. And they're making a new one. And they're making, making another one yeah. because you could literally make infinite content. This is Twilight Zone, the building, the game, <laughs> the universe. You stepped the musical. You stepped. There could be a musical. You don't fucking know. We have stepped through the cupboard, my friends. We are in fucking yeah. You, when I when I walked into your place at one point you're like this is control i'm like all right what is it and you're like it's like house of leaves the game yep straight up <laughs> and i was like okay yeah i yep. can that's a that's a weird comparison but it's my favorite I book love that so we definitely I really play love that. That we, the, we get writers that do these crazy books like house of leaves or jericho and those books are fucking almost impossible to read oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. we also have people that are game designers that go wait a second i can do that i I can make there, that look cool. I, the fact that we've got control, a triple A game that was playing within this space is wonderful because most of these types of games I have to play in weird indie things oh, where yeah. I, there's some great indie games that are out there, which itch.io, just go there and fucking just have a fucking field day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But control or uncontrolled, whatever they're going to call the second one. I just mm-hmm. don't hope, hope it's not control two because that's a bit. Does it feel? I don't know. I, don't, I just really hate when the twos. So, so here's, this leads to answer James's actual question was uh, as a multiplayer game, the game plays like Max Payne, um, mm-hmm. like like all the Max Paynes, but so also uh, have a third person action. third person action shooter. You, you're pretty far back from your character, so you can see high above your character and far out away from it. It's an excellent point of view. It's not like very up close, like RE4 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and that's because it, n- most of what you do is psychic powers, not guns. Mm-hmm. So you are, you know, just ripping chunks out of the wall and throwing it at dudes trying to hit, shoot you with a shotgun and shit like, like that. Force powers. Force powers. All kinds of force powers. Um, guns that do all kinds of different things and have mods. Very, very cool platform. Very easy to navigate and play. Might 
I don't know, might feel like Uncharted multiplayer, I'm thinking. Okay. Something mm. like that. But um, I don't see a problem with it. Seems fine. Mm. I really want them to use the engine they made Control in to remake Alan Wake and just not do anything well, we else. Well, we are... And, and, <laughs> like, and, like, and like, we like, multiplayer is fine, but it's not what I want from... Well, and we, <laughs> we want Alan Wake. We, we don't comment on rumors and speculation, but mm-hmm. the rumor mill has been churning that Alan Wake is getting a remake. Yes, and yeah. I, I just... Uh, that's the announcement I want. Like, yeah. I, I need that. Yeah. The, the Alan Wake remaster is... One of those things where it's like, yeah, eventually someone's going to announce this. We're all going to go fucking finally. Yeah, I will pre-order <laughs> that waiting, remake. Like, well, that's the thing years. is, I had never played Alan Wake, and everybody I know, Ooh. everybody I know says, James, yeah. like if there's a fucking video game for you, it's Alan Wake. And it I'm is. Like, yeah. And then it's I heard, Game Pass. I heard the rumors that there was going to be a remake. I'm like, well, I can wait. Nope. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like Dead just Space. Wait. Like Dead yeah. Space, need to play it. I'll just wait. on that. Yeah, remake. yeah. Like, just wait on that remake. Yeah, because it's an incredible game. Yeah, yeah. I, this house. Really happy about the Dead Space. I've heard a rumor, and this is just a rumor that this home that we are in may be blessed with the PS5 soon. Ooh, and would be so very nice. there are many things that are on my back catalog <laughs> that if we are so blessed to have a PS5 soon, then yes, absolutely. I'm super excited about that. Fuck yeah. So yeah, you think uh, Control multiplayer spinoff um, seems seems like a good would, idea. Would, I you, would, def- would you pay for it? I would definitely try it before I paid for it. Okay, so if there was like an open beta. Open beta, mm-hmm. happy to, um, free weekend, happy to, demo, it. happy to. If they came in at like a $20, $30 price point oh. with a multiplayer that's got maybe got a story attached to it. Then right? maybe, I don't mm-hmm. know. See, the thing is like multiplayer games these days, there's just so many. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's very easy to get lost in the shuffle and this feels like one of those games that will, mm-hmm. like no matter how good it is. Yeah. I, if, if you're going to be expanding the control universe and especially into a multiplayer game universe, you're going to be playing variant agents with wandering around doing different powers. It's going to be closer to something like apex legends is what I would guess that they're going with the multi battle arena game where you put a bunch of agents going against each other with their agent powers. Maybe. And in a possible, like it'd be cool if it was actually randomly generated maps that did, if I would play a, uh, huge number of people of the maps was randomly generated and kept getting smaller and you're just running down hallways trying to figure out shit. Randomly generated battle royale. Yes, that's, Mm. that's, I forgot the term battle royale. Like, I would think, interesting. I feel like maybe that's kind of where they're going. You could always be in a different, you could always be in a different room of the oldest house and it could always be just absolutely nuts. Yeah, that Mm. seems fun. I don't know, like, I I would really have to see what it is before I committed any even theoretical money to it. Because I think that what uh, they were saying about it over at Remedy was that, like, they were hoping that the money that they may possibly generate from the multiplayer Mm -hmm. um, would all be put towards Control 2. Mm -hmm. They're like, we want to make Control 2. We are starting the project, but we need more funding, and this would help the funding. No, that's great. With, yeah. the, with the resources we already have available. I, I feel like if they remade Alan Wake, like they'd make a ton of money. <laughs> but that's just me. Well, we will see soon. We, we will. It makes a lot of sense for companies to use the assets. I mean, look at the way Titanfall and Apex works. You use the assets you have hmm. and the environment mm-hmm. to make a money machine, yeah. essentially. You and hope. that you hope that's going to be a money machine. And using your your key assets, and that allows you to then build off of that to build a bigger universe. Kind of jumping back and forth between, all right, you get one for me, one for you. We get one fun story game for everybody, but we also have to do the money making thing. I mean, that's what happened with the story of Apex and Titanfall. They were told, um, you know, instead of making Titanfall three, go ahead and make Apex Legends using the engine and the everything that you have. Uh, people went in, started playing Apex, absolutely loved it. And then the, it's a, and it's then a pretty good shooter, the, the shooter. Titanfall community yeah. stepped in and said, like, hey, if you like this, you should play some fucking Titanfall. Yeah. Like if 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 what you love about Apex is the movement, the wall running, all the the, the heaviness of the gun, 
mountains. Mm-hmm. We we do that, but with mechs. Yeah, there are mechs in ours. You can climb the mechs. Yeah. <laughs> you can be in the mechs. You yeah, can I, bomb I, the mechs from the outside. And we've never talked about it, but the story of Titanfall is really interesting because oh, so interesting. Uh, even going on in the news right now, um, what we're hearing is these rumors that uh, people who are Titanfall fans are like hacking the Apex servers mm-hmm. to basically like put up messages like make Titanfall 3 because yeah. every, what they've been told is uh, Titanfall 1 and 2 need serious patches that they haven't yes. been getting. Uh, th- th- that was one of the big things is they, they, they knew the patch they needed and they, uh, when the hackers basically stopped Apex Legends for like a, uh, like an hour or two just to put up the message give like titanfall 2 patch 2.3 like Mm -hmm. uh, now yeah like release the patch yeah because they knew that everybody was working on apex and not Mm -hmm. patching things like titanfall and the point a long time ago the understanding was when apex was announced you're like the point of us making apex is so we can make more titanfall right which is the same thing we're getting out of control it's like the reason we're making this thing is so we can make more control right (laughs) and the problem was when they started making apex they abandoned the multiplayer for titanfall 2 like completely abandoned Mm. it and then the hackers took over and then it was no longer fun to play and that really pissed off the community because it was a good multiplayer game yeah absolutely and yeah it's something that we just haven't reported on because it's so kind of an ongoing thing um but it is very fascinating that the people the hackers behind what's going on in apex are not really trying to like shut down the servers or do anything they're just trying to get to the developers mm-hmm. and like tell them we love your other game will you please patch it so that it's more functional yeah. and it, it, it increases in severity around the times that Titanfall 1 and 2 come up um, on sale mm-hmm. so Titanfall 1 and 2 will come up on sale on Steam for like 50% off yeah. and a bunch of people buy it because they hear good things about it and then that's when the hackers step up and try and reach out via apex and like you know basically shutting down they don't shut down the apex servers but they put up these little messages that everybody can see in game going like fix titanfall 2 yeah because all these people are buying into a game that is fundamentally broken right now yeah and the thing is when you play titanfall 2 single player it is one of the best single player campaigns in a first person shooter and Mm. that's Saying a lot without saying too much, because like there are very, very good single player first person shooter campaigns out there, mm. but you can count them all on two hands. Mm. Titanfall 2 is absolutely one of them. It has one of the most award winning, one of the most interesting levels there's ever been in a first person shooter. And I sunk so much time into Titanfall 1. Um, which was just multiplayer, by the way. Uh, the original Titanfall was just a multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. Um, Remember when that but, was like a, a test that companies would do? I have yeah. a Shadow, like Shadowrun was a game that was just multiplayer. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, I, it was I on played, the it was on the 360. Yeah, 360. Yeah, I played was it. Was it 360? It was 360. Yeah, yeah, I played the shit out of that. Yeah, that was a lot of it fun. It was the first PC to console game you could uh, fight against yes, each other. Yes, it was. Because you could do Xbox oh, versus cross PC. Play. It had crossplay before anybody else. And I told the guys I worked with, they're like, "Oh, PC is superior." Is like, "Yeah, fucking log on. I'll beat the shit out of you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shadowrun was so good, man. Uh, but yeah, Titanfall. I just never got around to playing Titanfall two. Yeah. Um, it was just one of those things. It was kind of. I'll get to it when I get to it. Mm-hmm. And now it's just one of those things that I'm like, God, I just want them to patch it so I can buy it and give it a shot. Mm-hmm. You know, and it makes sense. It, it, I see why people, are, why the fans are upset, why they've made their voices heard on things like Reddit and things like Twitter to the developers saying like, please patch our game. Um, and the devs just have been so busy with Apex, they just haven't. So mm-hmm. I, have, I, I am not saying that them hacking Apex is a good thing. Right. But I, I'm like, I understand. I it's trying yeah. to draw attention in a because they're they're least they're not, they're not. invasive way. Yeah, to bring when you have a team that is 
relatively small, and this company is not that big. They yeah. haven't. They have been hiring, but not into the like. Oh, we're hiring like seventy five people to build a whole new fucking team yeah. to only work on this one thing. They hire like five or six people. Yeah, that, it's respawn. Yeah, it's respawn. Relatively small compared to the Call of Duty of or world, Dices yeah. or yeah. yeah. And whenever you're working on something that is as popular as Apex Legend, everything else goes to the wayside. Mm-hmm. And especially with the unfortunately, video ones. games aren't children where they can take care of themselves. Right. Because <laughs> I mean, like, oh, it's 12 years old. Obviously, it can make its own fucking burrito. Right. No, it can't. It's a video game. It's still full of idiots. Yep. And. Unfortunately, those games get lost. Yeah, Titanfall, learn how to make your own burrito. Right? God, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Just a I was giant, so, giant mech with like trying to. Right? Sorry, it's just let me you can see in your head. Uh, Someone yeah. get this mech a giant fucking griddle. <laughs> he can make his own burrito. Make his own burrito. God, we've gotten so off topic. It's all right. We're we're close to the end, yeah. y'all. We're close to the end. Um. Amazon has updated some of their game studio staff's guidelines this last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. So previously, in the paperwork that you signed as a member of Amazon Game Studios, any game that you made in your off-work hours belonged to Amazon. So if you were a game developer and making Made games your shit. Was my, is your hobby as well as your you're job. making it on AWS services. Mm. Nope. It was just because I I recently had to look at a contract for you know what they have and it's like if you use our services for these things then it's ours and I was like cool so just not use your services and it's mine right because right. it's mine I did after hours yeah. it's not on that, your that shit. wasn't the case here no yeah. no it is no. the oh you know you made this on a calculator was, we own that calculator we, now. we yeah. own <laughs> you making video games. Yep. is basically what that read like, which yeah, I'm sure they wrong. amended so that it would not be challenged in court and Amazon wouldn't be. Right. So basically Amazon kind of came out and talked about slavery. it and they said that the policies that were put in place over a decade ago and it was when they had way less information and experience in the games industry than they do today. Yeah. They were basically just completely ignorant of like how the games industry worked because it uh, yeah. was so long ago. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. And, but think of all the amazing games Amazon has released in that 10 years. Right. Is that one they had to take down because the, the, it was so bad? There, there's the one that broke people's they, no, they video did. cards. Yeah, they, 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 uh, no, the I demo know. broke the video. It hasn't released yes. yet. No, nothing it still has hasn't released. Literally nothing is released. I thought the one, was it still in beta whenever it's they put that beta. out? It's no, no the other, the, the first one that they canceled after like two days. They had a, that one is in nothing. That one is abandoned. <laughs> they had the Lord of the Rings oh MMO God, that they... they yeah, the Lord coming. of the Rings thing? That, that nope. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. I, the Wheel the of closest, Time series, which is live action and on screens, will happen. I'm looking forward to that. I can see why, no why they had. I see out. why they had this verbiage in their contracts to begin with, because they're absolutely not putting out video. The, games. the, the closest thing they have uh, coming out is an MMO. And I mean, we all know how popular MMOs are these days. There's only one that's popular There's right now. There's one so, that's popular. That's not. I mean, there aren't a lot of fans clamoring for more. Final Fantasy MMOs. is now more popular than it ever has been. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Everybody absolutely. left World of Warcraft, went over to Final Fantasy. It got so bad that they actually ran out of digital codes to sell the game. And they're like, hold on, guys. Yeah. Like, we need to make more codes. <laughs> like, that's how bad it is. <sighs> Everybody got into Final Fantasy like two years after I retired. I'm yeah. like, really, guys? Really? Where were you guys? when like, we were doing this for the last 15 years. Where were you? When the <laughs> the thing is, we, all right, so with Amazon... They are just a company. They're just a sell product. They don't have yeah. intellectual. They're not based on any intellectual property that they own themselves. So they've been buying into other intellectual properties. Why I was excited about Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. Why they bought the everything of Lord of the Rings that sure. they could. Mm-hmm. They need ideas because 
Jeff Bezos has never had an idea. Amazon <laughs> and the doesn't... company doesn't have ideas because it was never designed to be that to begin with. Right. Amazon doesn't hire idea people. Amazon hires... Tech people. Great. They understand They yeah. understand the um, supply chain management better than any other entity in the fucking world at this mm-hmm. point. That's why I'd rather have that supply chain management in the fucking government because like, what do you do? Get fucking parts to people because so they fucking stay alive. <laughs> you know how to do that. That's all we fucking need you for. But... When it comes to intelligent ideas, mm-hmm. they have to rely on other people because the company was never built off of those ideas to begin with. It wasn't like Disney where there was like a bunch of good ideas and now they're just shoveling those same old ideas back into our faces over and over again horribly. <coughs> Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of like everybody had these really cool ideas a long time ago and they won't let anybody new make anything fun or turn it into <laughs> anything that isn't, you know... Mickey Mouse fucking princesses or stupid spinny fucking robot dudes. I don't fucking care. Yes, these ideas were great. We've moved on. Mm -hmm. Most people that have ideas are getting locked into these contracts to where they do not own the things that they create and they're handed off to some giant machine. Mm -hmm. And it fucking sucks that the dystopia that we are are fucking living in, (laughs) that they are allowed to do this. We have... Nevada is allowing company towns to fucking exist now. Yes. This is a side tangent. That's a thing. Company towns yeah, no, is like a history <laughs> thing that people might not remember. It's where a town exists to only work for this company. If you work there, you work under the company. They make the laws. They make the rules. They make everything. Raccoon We're bringing City. those back. It, it, it's Raccoon City. Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's basically Raccoon City. We're, oh, no, it, it's I also 19, we're still a... 19, like Dust Bowl 1920s shit whenever we had people enslaved to their fucking company oh, they worked for. it's a labor for. camp. It's an abs- absolutely, yeah, we're, it's we're a bringing those camp. back now again. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's not just hide away. We're living in a fucking crazy dystopia and their ideas are awful and old and old man ideas. You know, Sorry, was, your, your game sucks. I was, I was trying not to end on a downer note. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. Here we are being a political it's, podcast. It's, it's Bezos. He we, can go fuck himself with his giant have fucking rocket dick. One more thing that we need to talk about that happened this week. Cool. Um, and that is Blue Box, the company Blue Box. Mm-hmm. They released a real-time demo app for the PlayStation 5 store for the game Abandoned. Um, the app, when downloaded, was supposed to provide a preview of the upcoming horror game Abandoned. Um, the day of the initial launch Isn't that trailer. A trailer? Right. So, what they did was they launched the app so that you could watch, instead of it being downscaled on like YouTube or something, uh-huh. they wanted you to see it rendered they in engine. They wanted you to engine. see it, it rendered in engine right. on the screen. Okay. Right. I get in it. real time. I get it. So, you downloaded the app, and in the first two days, it just said like, when they said the, the trailer was supposed to hit, um, it didn't. So, the and app didn't do anything. The app didn't do nothing. And then, like, day three. The a five gig download hit the um oh the, hit, like, actually like the hit the, the update it hit the PlayStation yeah, this the is the, specifically the PlayStation Store right right PlayStation Store specifically yeah this is all PlayStation centric um so this five gig download hits and everybody goes man what is this trailer there were people there were Twitch streamers that were that had this app open and were streaming for like seventy two hours <laughs> for whatever this thing could be I hate and they people. ended up showing a five second clip of a of a dude walking across a wooden floor like up close to his shoes and it was the same clip that had already been posted on twitter like three days before and that's what the app was the yeah and there's and then it said something like i love this like, trolling like game. demo like in-game demo coming soon or something like uh-huh. that the thing is is that blue box studio if you go back and look at the history of them they have 
put out a bunch of trailers and made a bunch of promises for previous things that they've never delivered on. Mm-hmm. They've never had a guy walk across the, the floor. Like this, this company is like people think that the, it's just trolling at this point because I don't think yeah, they've ever actually like released trolling a product. The app. And they've been doing this for years. And they don't have any previous titles on like the PS4 or anything like that. Nope. That's hilarious. Cause there's a lot of shovelware on, on the there's PS4. There's a lot of shovelware and this entire, oh. like a, these abandoned projects that they have. Everybody's just looking at the title of the thing called abandoned. Like, Oh, this is weird. But like, that's a lot of money to be putting into something that's just, going to be thrown away i don't know it's weird i, I don't know so there's a have lot you, of have you are you just welcome to either, the earth we'd there, spend a lot of money on lot of bad ideas that go nowhere yeah. and i don't want to get into too many of them because a lot of them do actually tie into the hideo kojima pt right. weird box so we're either witnessing the video game version of the producers hmm. or just way or more or, or, or vast conspiracy <laughs> to remake Silent Hill, right? With That's or without essentially Konami. what we're seeing, right? Now. Yeah, and the the conning like, people out of their money by not really releasing stuff sounds way more logical. I'm sorry it, to no, ruin PC people's it's like fine. fantasy, but, but like that's like, the it's, weird it's part about it. And I didn't want to go investors. too deep into the conspiracy hole on it. I just wanted to kind of present the facts as they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is that if you that somebody on Reddit posted all the information about the company, and it was yeah. like, here's the game they promised to make. Here's a trailer using almost the exact same wording they're using for the newest game mm-hmm. in air quotes, like. Uh, canceled, canceled the Kickstarter, started deleting like the remnants of the game from the internet, like uh, YouTube videos and shit. Yeah. And they've done this over and over and over again and like never released a product. Jeez. And so now the internet's caught on and now they're like, all right, we need to start digging into these people. Like who the fuck are they? Where's their funding coming from? And why did they sell me in air quotes? This was free on a, an app for my PS five that took up gigs of space for nothing yeah oh, i wonder what its actual purpose was for them mm. also this company is entirely trolling everybody and i love the fuck out of them for this i hope they uh, make it, a lot of money I, doing they this. are ripping off investors and people by not releasing anything and that is the most capitalist thing in the fucking world <laughs> and it is wonderful that this is dystopia that we live in so yeah, there's going to be a lot more news that's going to be hitting about this in the upcoming so weeks. <laughs> um, we know that the the person behind Blue Box Studio uh, has done a couple of interviews recently. Um, I don't know if it's because his English is bad or it was just translation problems. A lot of the answers sounded very canned and not like actual answers. Mm. Um, like here, I'm going to tell you how we're going to fix the thing, and then just like never answer that question by like right. a bunch of corporate speak. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, that's so part of the course, right? productivity and right synergize our apathy and, and the biggest problem that people are having with it because if like if this is just a giant troll that's fine but in a recent interview he talked about how all the conspiracies behind the game and all this other stuff going on on the internet has made him really depressed and not motivated at all and that's where the internet actually drew a hard line they were like look if you're just trolling us and this is actually a silent hill game or some bullshit like that that's fine but there is something you don't joke about and that's depression. Mm-hmm. Like that's he like this, this better be an actual product because well, from, from there's what some, we can tell. I mean, uh, uh, from every, every YouTuber that I've heard who says they've looked into it, that guy is a very real guy mm-hmm. who is probably having a lot of bullshit piled on him. If he really is trying to make a game. So it probably makes a lot of sense. All things being as they appear that he would be pretty depressed. Right. Because, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what the deal is with the company, but 
Like if he's trying to make a game and everyone just wants him to be someone else and make something else before he's even had a chance to show anyone anything, mm-hmm. uh, that that'd fuck me up too. It is very very fascinating. So yeah, we'll we'll probably talk about Blue Box a little bit more in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on around this made up game abandon so maybe we'll have some more information with gamescom right around the corner we don't know yeah and by the way gamescom really right around the corner so That's expect true. us to talk a lot about oh gamescom. yeah um so next week is part of that um yeah. bungie's doing a huge thing on the 24th and so is microsoft mm-hmm. so that's next tuesday i have i'm really looking forward to both of those because because they're with they're literally one stuff. and go there's one that goes directly into the next one and it's Kind of predicted, like, I'm uh, just going to prediction Halo. for this. It's um, the next Destiny expansion is going to do the exact same thing that it the current one is on uh, Game Pass. You're going to get Destiny. You just, mm. you get it. Um, you get the base game or whatever the expansion yeah, is. And if you want the seasons, you buy the fucking seasons. Right. And that's what the announcement is going to be for that. Spoiler, because I could just be logical whatever. for it, two it, seconds. Spoiler for sales. <laughs> for, yeah, like, everybody's like, I wonder what they're going to announce. I'm like, literally the thing they already have done last year. They're just gonna do say we're doing that again. Yeah, we're gonna reannounce the thing. Yeah, and I am I am looking forward to that. So we have some really I'm, cool shit I'm coming excited up. Because soon. next week is Gamescom, and I love a good yeah yeah. You know, yeah I, I need to see some more PS5 titles, man. I'm anxious. Yeah. The uh, the DLC for Ghost of Tsushima comes out tomorrow, so that's ah. what I'll be doing with most of them. Right very nice, very nice. That, 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 and there's Hector's weekend. Yep. Yeah. You know what he's doing. Yep. I actually have a free week because my new season doesn't start till Tuesday, that which nice. is that announcement. I don't get to play any of the new shit. They're like, nope. Oh, it starts like shit. on Tuesday. Yeah, it's yeah. on Tuesday. I know. So I'm like, uh, with, with the rumor cool. that this house will be blessed with a PS5 soon, I'm looking at a very. You have a backlog to I have conquer, a sir. Backlog. Holy yeah. shit. I think I, I'm gonna, I've seen you plow through some games, but you have like your work cut out for I you. I know. I think I'm going to start with Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah. The perfect, perfect one to start with. Yeah, and then Short, I'll, sweet, wonderful game. And then I can go into like Demon Souls from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That is everything that we have for the show this week. Thank you for sticking with us. I know this was just a news centric episode, but that's what we are here to do is deliver the news. Uh, next week, we'll be back in fine form with the Gamescom right around the corner. We'll be doing the boss room. My back won't be all fucked up. Um, but if you have any questions, comments, concerns, things you want to talk to us about, Tony, where can they do that? Goodnight.gg redirects you to our Patreon page where you can join our Patreon for like a dollar or whatever the other amounts are that I forgot. But um, we're going to be having a new uh, Patreon exclusive coming up soon for PT. James is working on that. I'm whipping the crack on getting him into writing on it. So uh, we're, we're getting there. Um, other than that, you can hit us up at uh, GNGGCast on Twitter. That, yeah, yeah, talk to me. I'm Facebook's on, on mm-hmm. Facebook's the same thing. GNGGCast on all that kind of stuff. And goodnight.gg is the website. Uh, info at goodnight.gg if you want to talk to us or talk keep sending me spam about joining your podcast network sure <laughs> all right that's everything Please we have for the show this spam week about joining your podcast <laughs> until next week for Tony this is James for James this is Tony and I'm Hector everyone good night and good game